This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome back to the Ajma Show. It is episode, what episode is it? God damn it, 237. It, no, 238, 238, but the last one was uh, labeled incorrectly, Okay. and it should be 237, <laughs> um, I just changed it, sorry guys, you might, have, you might have seen the wrong number and you freaked out, but it was a different title, so you should have figured it out, folks. Yeah, right, and also there was another sort of like glitch in our upload process, we're apologizing for that right now, finally. Yeah, we're five years in and there's... Uh, t- technical difficulties abound. abound. <laughs> it just doesn't. I think as we get older, it's just, it just gets harder. To to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pregnant, so I have pregnancy uh, brain <laughs> to blame. What what are you blaming it on? <laughs> I have no idea. I have nothing to blame at all. Um, yeah, on the weed, I guess that's that's really what it is. I can't wait to be uh, back on the weed. I, wait, so hold on. We have to get into kick-ass Koreans, but I want to yeah. hear all about how your pregnancy is going because you're full-ass <laughs> pregnant. You're so, like, you're you're full. I see I'm you full. Pic- in the pictures. I'm like, she should not be outside. <laughs> I feel like I want. I need you to be on bed rest. I have no, no idea what that means or what a pregnant <laughs> woman goes through, but you look like you need to be lying down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm fully. Uh, but I'm we'll full. get into that in t- just a second. But I'm it's right. time for kick-ass Koreans. Key, yeah. Okay, my kick-ass Korea this week is drum roll, please. Not a person. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> it is. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you know what it is? It was. It is the Korean American chicken. That's who I'm applauding. What? That's, that's my. <laughs> Wait. That's my kick, 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 Kokyo? Kokyo. You're talking about that punchon? Yes. You're talking about Korean crack chicken. Co- Korean crack chicken. That's what you're chicken. saying. Yeah, okay, and, and I don't give, care. Give it up to a Korean American food item. Yes, and it's truly, okay. it's one of those. Th- yeah, I mean, it's because it is one of those things where it is so utterly. Like, it is one of those things that is of a place and of a time and of a culture. And there are other things like that in other cultures, like the um, Cajun broil, uh, you know, that that Vietnamese and the whole Cajun sort of thing happening together. Um, mm-hmm. Viet Cajun. Viet Cajun. Yes. All that stuff, which is incredible. But to me, the Korean American chicken. And also because I am pregnant and this is a craving I've been having. So this is part of the reason why I feel so much gratitude. I, I figured. I was like, did you recently have it? Where did you have it? What's going on? Are you going to shout out a specific vendor? No, it's all the vendors. Because it's it's just, it's because it's also, it's become a cottage industry. It is a bonafide phenomenon and known quantity inside of American mm-hmm. culture, American foodie culture. It yes. is a known thing, and it's something that it's didn't exist. It's more American foodie culture than Nashville hot is. And 100%. That's, that's like a very close fat, like a chicken fat, I feel. At least in L.A., what we see, there's a lot of hot chicken. 
Yes. Which is not Korean cracked chicken. That is very different. That's right. Folks. Korean right. cracked chicken and I don't care. It looks like <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's very specific, crispy, sweet, and spicy. Sweet. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a, the sweet factor is ever present. It's like corn syrupy. Cra- it, it feels almost like a candied shell. That's right. And that's the thing mm. that people don't talk enough about. It's. I also think it's an emblematic of our person. Our culture like we are very hard exterior <laughs> hard to crack <laughs> but sweet uh-huh. like almost saccharine <laughs> if you get past the spice and uh, the attack of the crunchiness there's a We're nice little sweet. sweet piece of white meat inside succulent i mean it's okay. like it's a it's also chicken fundamentally is not a huge part of korean cuisine it is yeah only maybe in stews Yes. Yeah. But like, even that, it's like, uh, samgyetang is pretty rare. Because it's like a very special item because you got to kill the whole chicken. Thing. Yeah. You got to hold it, kill the whole chicken. And it's a chicken that would give like you a, eggs. Culture, like, uh, historically, getting a two piece and a side is not really the Korean way to go because <laughs> there's not a bunch of fat ass chickens walking around like here in America. No. There's, it's, it's few and far between. It's mostly tubu and then sogogi, or you know what I mean. It's like fish, fish. Yeah. So, so th- th- like chicken meat is not even a huge part of Korean cuisine. So that is like already the American thing. And then to but before that though, we got KFC in Korea. Huge. Like huge. It became KFC became a phenomenon in Korea. Yes. In like the eight seventies eighties. Mm-hmm. As did like McDonald's and everything else. But but KFC in particular. This K- KFC in particular, slash, I don't know about Popeyes. Personally, I'm more of a Popeyes bitch, but. But Popeyes K- has the- had trouble and is no not really interested in exporting their their spices and crunchiness to Asia. KFC, the colonel fucks K- with Chinese people. The colonel fucks with Korean people. The Korean, yes. the colonel fucks with Asian people because the colonel loves money. But Popeyes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But Popeyes, the colonel's a globalist through and through. Yeah. <laughs> but Popeyes, I think, as a brand, has made a concerted effort to not be do international. Huge mistake. Huge Big mistake. mistake. Huge. Yeah. But KFC has become even when my mom talks about like going back to Korea, she's like, "Oh, we went to KFC." You know. Yeah. So like, it became such a huge thing, and I think Korean Korea Korea started this Puncheon mm-hmm. Kyochon chicken, right? Yes. But. That must have come from the KFC influence. A hundred percent. They take a, the American thing and then they perfect it and then they sell it back to us. This is what. This is what I'm saying. This is the culture, virtuous, food. Yes. Fashion. This is the virtuous yes. cycle. This is the virtuous cycle to me that is so beautiful. Like it is truly such Correct. a gorgeous sort of. Um, like combination, amalgamation of cultural appropriation going the other way. Yeah, reappropriation. Reappropriation, <laughs> and then and then the repackaging and t- using capitalism back at us. Back like this at is it's this is beautiful. It's fucking judo. It's it, it, <laughs> it it's is. economic judo. It's economic it's judo. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and That's exactly just, what it is. <laughs> and there's no one. 
doing like that to me it is such a beautiful example of that there are other cultures that do it i'm not saying we're the only ones but for me that's one of the reasons why the korean chicken uh-huh. is, your is kick my ass kick ass all right my kick ass korean is a real person he <laughs> <laughs> he is a musician based out in Portland by the name of Joe Kai, K-Y-E. Not Joe Koi. <laughs> he, not Joe Koi. He is Filipino. Um, we're not doing a whole cack today. This is a real cack cack. <laughs> it's a cack cack. Now, this Korean American, he um, just started the Tiger, what, the festival called Tiger Tiger. Cool. And it is a Portland-based... Uh, event created to promote AAPI joy and nurture healing in our community, says the website. So it's a gathering. Uh, it just happened on the seventeenth um, yesterday. It, it's a get. It was. It was a gathering of uh, musicians, creatives, organizations because they need to be funded. Um, sharing of diverse AAPI stories, expressions, backgrounds, etc., etc., etc. And. Um, yeah, it, it's just like a, it's a cool um, moment right now to, for them, for these artists to be having these type of celebrations, especially not in API month. Yeah. You know, uh, to have it uh, 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 in other months. Um, I, I don't think we have to do it always in May. You know, sometimes <laughs> May, there's a lot of weddings. Shit doesn't work out, you know, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kai is doing it whenever the fuck he wants. And uh, it, it's really cool to see. I, I would love to be involved in something like this, Joe. If you needed an MC, you know, <laughs> or something like that. I love Portland. I have been wanting to go back. Portland has one of the only, one out of two uh, only male, all male nude strip clubs I've been to. Yes. One is in Atlanta called Swinging Richards. And the um, other one in Portland is called uh, Mustang Saloon or something like that. Both places, really sad places because I believe legally these men are not allowed to have hard-ons. Or else (laughs) it's considered considered some kind of crime. <laughs> I mean, I also. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I get that. I, I honestly like there shouldn't be an erect penis anywhere, but <laughs> it is should be classified as a weapon, and yes. you should need to register it every time you get erect. I would. I, a class A felony. <laughs> I mean, I would agree. I have a lot of friends out in Portland. If you need um, an ajima. Uh, you know, kind of a sponsored event or something like that. Mm. We would be happy to go out there and have a live podcast as a part of the Tiger Tiger uh, festivity. Um, yeah. We're interested. Also, yeah, I have been to those strip clubs, Peter. Um, oh, you have? Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> it's like, I, you know, because growing up gay, I always was like, oh, uh, there's nothing for me. It's all like straight men. And, and then I finally go and I'm like, who is this for? Like, this is definitely not for me. This is from, like, for some, like, Christian straight woman who's like, ooh. Yes, yes. Who's never seen uh, her husband naked before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only through a privacy sheet. Yeah. 
or they only have uh, make love during uh, it, uh, like lights off. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> Doors closed, locked, and latched. <laughs> So the devil can't come in. <laughs> anyway, Joe uh, Joe Kai, um, congratulations on uh, releasing this event, and at a time where we really do need people coming together. And I, I really love the expression of API joy. That's something that I've been personally working in um, my uh, my therapy of yes. how to experience joy. And um, turns out it's very hard. (laughs) It's an issue all around. (laughs) All across the globe. So the fact that you're out here using your creativity, your music, um, your community uh, to spread that. It's it's another type of like fellowship that's not, you know, evangelical Christian or Presbyterian. I mean, especially in places. I'm always about this kind of stuff. And especially in places and spaces that are predominantly white. Exactly. These are the sorts of things that feel particularly poignant and important. So shout yeah. out, shout out. Shout out. You are a revolution. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. We're back, folks. We're back. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I'm going through right now that it's... It's particularly as a Korean, uh, yeah, as a Korean, Asian American um, creative and and writer and TV maker, TV producer. Okay, so I'm I'm co-writing a pilot right now. Yeah. I, I've co-written a pilot mm-hmm. called Larry in the Sky with Diamonds. And it's the first time I'm talking about this project because yeah. it's kind of been like on the low um, we've just been, my partner, David Sonnenborn, and I have been writing this. He brought the project to me. I liked the idea. I went in and um, rewrote and re- did revisions. We went back and forth, back and forth. And here we are. We're, we're ready to shoot it. And it's going to be, it, the breakdown's gone out. It's on, you know, casting networks or whatever. And people are like, oh my God. People are like texting me like, Hey, is this you like zooming in on my name? Ah. <laughs> and um, and I'm like, yeah, it is. So I have like friends taping for it. Like it feels like it's it feels real. Like oh it's my happening God. now, which is why I'm talking about it. Yeah. And it, I I don't know. It, it's kind of like I knew we were working on it, but it's been so like amorphous, mm-hmm. and I have nothing to do with the production end of it. Like this. This guy, David Sonnenborn, and another producer are executive producing the whole thing. Okay. Meaning that's just a fancy word for paying for it. So (laughs) I'm the lead and also the the co-writer of it. Mm -hmm. So the story is about, the pilot story is about a guy who has just been divorced by his um, architect boyfriend uh, uh, sorry, husband, and he is down on his luck. He's depressed. His Wellbutrin is really not working anymore. And his <laughs> I heard that about Wellbutrin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I got on that Alexa Pro. The Alexa Pro. Honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, so, and then his friend goes, you know what? Maybe we'll try, we should try something a little more holistic. And she offers him microdosing of LSD. Okay. 
and he mistakenly takes too much and like trips so hard that he starts seeing his dead gay uncle from the 80s who died of AIDS. Okay. And that relationship starts to become a pivotal one for him to really start learning about himself and being braver and, you know, standing up for himself and et cetera, et cetera. So like, so the pilot is about him trying to like move on from this divorce and get a new job. And this hallucination is helping him do it. Okay. Um, As hallucinations tends to do. I mean, we've talked about that many times (laughs) on this podcast, even both of our, both of our psychedelic experiences. Of course. Yes. And I I love psychedelics Mm -hmm. and I think it, it is my way into my spirituality and my um, bettering myself or right. working on myself, et cetera. It, not in lieu of drugs and, I mean, antidepressants and um, therapy and also recreational drugs. Who are we kidding? Slash <laughs> we love to have fun. The girls, got, the, like girls, have fun. Yeah, the girls like to have fun. <laughs> so I, uh, it, it's, it's a subject that's close to my heart and, um, uh, I, I like the idea. So I, I dove in and anyway, now that we're ready to shoot the damn thing, now we have to deal with casting, which I have never been on this side of the casting. Process. How does it feel? Does it feel powerful? Do you love it? Do you hate it? You can be honest. I hate it. Do you hate it? But actually, you actually love it. I don't. Okay, I love it because I love hearing people say my words. <laughs> you psycho. <laughs> whatever the whatever the um and you know what's very interesting? The notes we used to get or we still get, like just make it your own, make a choice, make a strong choice, yes. blah blah blah. And that always feels like, what do you mean? Should I like wear crazy makeup and fart? Like what what is a strong <laughs> oh, choice? Why were those the two choices that we went? <laughs> I don't know. That's all that's all I learned in comedy college. <laughs> so you either fart or you put on crazy makeup. Those are the yeah. choices. <laughs> <laughs> it was a short schooling. Anyway, I um it did cost three thousand so dollars. Yeah. I had to take out a loan. <laughs> But yeah, I had never been part of this process before. So when he offered, like, do you want to see um, the, all the tapes, all the top tapes, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I like to see them all. I want to see what's going on. You know, so like each character had their sides and put in their like one or two scenes. And I sat through literally every single tape. Ah. And I watched, I watched every single tape. Ah. And... I know, <laughs> but but these were the ones that the casting director sent us. Okay. So she must have, he must have gotten a bunch of shit that they, he didn't send us. Yes. You know what I mean? Like these were his tops. Yes. So everyone did a, a, a good job. Sure. So like there's no, no one like dying. Okay. You know, there were some really huge LOL moments where I was like, oh my God, this guy is so funny. Yeah. Not right for this role, but I want to use him for something. Okay. Like those kind of, you're like, this is why they say, like, make an impression. Yeah. Because it might not be for this role, but they might use you for something else, you know? So like sure. that, all that, all those type of, you know, acting aphorisms and lessons started coming back into my head. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done a, 
I'm sorry if my reps are listening. My our reps don't listen to this, but I haven't <laughs> submitted a self tape in like months, yeah. and they keep sending, <laughs> they keep sending me, and I'm like, how far can I push this? I don't <laughs> respond. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, it's fine. It's just another file being sent somewhere and yes. being lost in the sauce. So, anyway, all that to say. I really enjoyed. Thank you so much for folks who sent in tapes. So you didn't see my tape. Um, so you didn't see mine. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, we saw it. <laughs> you didn't see mine. And, and we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are and, and the CD. The casting director sent all his favorites, but also sent like people he likes that are offer only. Oh. So like, oh, we could, we you know, one of them was like Scott Evans, Chris Evans's brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, yeah, let's look at the people who want the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I erred towards like the people who actually Submitted. put in yeah. tapes, not, not like they're real. Um, offline, I'll tell you about one of our friends who was submitted and um as an offer only and we did not go that direction okay but anyway <laughs> not because of any reason of their talent or anything but it's just not the right age or look okay. but thank you for having you know i guess submitted but um i got to so the script has a flash a couple of flashbacks of young me and we're looking for a younger version of me, uh-huh. you know, and that's very hard to find. Sure. What Korean Turns parent? Out, what, what kind of Korean parent is going to allow their child to get involved in this illicit business, this stupid Turns- illicit business that creates bad stereotypes, uh, standards? It's like uh-huh. no one wants this for their child. Crushing mental health issues. The only, only way people do this. <laughs> exactly. It's a very privileged space. Yeah. Um, but turns out there's a handful of privileged kids. Okay. Exciting. So so there's they submitted and these kids are so adorable, but none there's so there's a teenage Matt and then there's like a young Matt. The name of the character is Matt. Okay. And the young Matt, there's like one kid that was like cute and he had great energy and he you know, he nailed it. So I was like, how about this guy? But the teenage Matt we're having trouble with because none of them look like me Asian. They're all like different types of Asian. One one guy looks Argentinian. You know what I mean? I'm like, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> and they're like, sorry, we're having trouble like finding like an exact match. But one kid like killed it, but he looks like Hawaiian. Okay. You know, like he has um Sangapur, like huge Sangapur. You know what I mean? Like 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 my Sangapur or even deeper? Even deeper, like, like, yeah. So it just wouldn't make sense that the Sangapur would disappear. And then the youngest kid doesn't have Sangapur. So, like, trying to match the face is so fucking hard. Oh, yeah. And, What's that kid from the Fresh kid, Off the Boat doing? Which one? The youngest, the youngest one or one. the oldest The youngest one. one. He didn't have Sangapur. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but he's probably too big. He's offer only. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, I'm looking at these kids who submitted, and they're all great. But they're all like good, like cute kids. They're all like yeah. skinny, yes, chumok faced, <laughs> you know, looking like Steve Young ass yes. kids. And I'm like, 
where are the fucking pancakes at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not only are the Asians, Asian parents not letting their kids do it, they're not letting their pancake kids do it because they're like, what the fuck are you gonna do up there? Yeah, what, what, so why, am I getting, no, why am I giving my pancake <laughs> face child? <laughs> Yeah. I'm setting him up for failure. I'm putting him out into no, a looks, I'm putting him out into a looks based industry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With a pancake exactly. face? No. No way. No way. So there's no one who looks like me because even the kids who are submitting are like too hot. They're beautiful, yeah. Like they're all like leading, you know, and, and sure you're a kid, blah blah blah, you could fudge it, but come on, there are some facial structures that you can't fudge in a in a piece of film or something like people are gonna be like what <laughs> that was casted incorrectly you know what I mean like this is gonna have the to best be... thing about casting is to not notice the casting yeah you know it, it should be smooth and chemistry like you can't have a face that looks completely different I mean this might be the moment mine. this might be the moment on the Ajima show that we put out a casting notice for for pancake for pancake face, face <laughs> for pancake face kids. Um, if you know any, if you know any pancake face kids in your area, <laughs> if you know, please DM us any information about yes, your pancake please. face child and a pancake face child. Uh, if they're uh, the kids of friends, <laughs> if yeah. you know of any pancake face children in your network, in your pancake in, network, in your pancake network, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> We're also looking for alternatively moon faces or or Chengban faces, like anything. All you know, we'll take anything adjacent. A, a plate anything face, but, plate face. Oh, I, yeah. a, I love a plate face. A moon a face? face. Oh my god! Oh, so my god. cute yeah, as a baby. Yeah. As as kids, moon face kids are cute. Yeah, and it's lucky and uh, especially know, if they're chubby. Kid. Oh my god! All these kids were like. Okay, you don't get picked on at school. Yeah. You're probably like popular with the other ethnicity kids. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not just, you're not only, you know, they, you, these kids had a vibe. Yeah. The, the teenage kid who had kind of a chubbier face. Yeah. But his face, he was like obviously hapa. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. half white. Yeah. I, my face does not look half white. No. My face looks full Mongol. Full. full. You know what I mean? You're like full. You, yeah. full. Of this is like, I, I jumped out of Genghis Khan's balls. You know what I mean? Like, and I jumped out of his other ball. <laughs> <laughs> so there are no kids that look like your half, half, you know, Russian Jewish kid with like, oh, what's this mix? You know, exactly. like and half kids have that thing where you have to do a double take because you're like, oh, I'm not used to this like um, collection of features together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's you becoming know? more familiar, but yes. It's very but if you look at my face, the co collection is old. Uh, it's, it's there's, there's, this is from spring 1021. There's no passing. You're not passing. You're, you're, not, you're not passing. You're getting an F. <laughs> you're getting an F immediately. You're not passing. <laughs> Nobody's mistaking you for anything yeah. but what you are. You know yes. what I mean? Like that that's like a part of uh the Asian American South Korean poverty. Yeah, I mean that's that, it. That's a part of the poor outside Korean. <laughs> There's no pale there this kid who had such a good read. He was so fucking good. He internalized all the emotions. He like he every turn was great. And but his face was too it was too half white. Like yeah, yeah. it just 
So we're at this moment and this place in time sending out a call to all pancake faces, <laughs> moon faces. Um, help Peter out. I mean, he's he's just trying to fulfill a dream by crushing another child's dream. And uh, <laughs> No, I want to lift up a child who doesn't even know he can dream. He wants to crush the dreams of beautiful children so he can <laughs> lift up the <laughs> And so what? <laughs> Don't they have enough? And I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. I mean, it's it's uh, it's truly like you know, it's when you're talking about like this child stuff. I'm just like, because you know, I right now um, I'm pregnant with a girl, and it is such a different vibe. Like I I do worry more about it because it's already annoying with my mm-hmm. son, who's you know half, and he is attractive, and it's like. The way that he's experiencing life is so immediately different. Mm. Like I can see the way the world smi- I can see the world smiling at him. Inviting him. Inviting him places, letting yeah. him in, even though he's and it's like and it allows for him to be okay. Like he can be yeah. medium good at so many things and people are, are like, "Oh, okay." That's great. Oh my can god. You, can you, you shut up? Can you imagine not being incredible at something and having someone smile, the world smiling at you? No. The world's never smiled at Never. Me. It's never even You grinned. know what they say? The world gives what you give back. <laughs> it's, been a, um, it's been a fucked up sneer. It's been a sneer 39 for years. 39 years. For decades. I mean, but that's not. But your daughter. So you're thinking about the inequities that your daughter will face. Yeah, I mean, it's but just it's, by being gendered different. But also, she is going to have a fundamentally different experience looking the way that she does. Like what you're describing right now, it's like, yeah, there's no escaping our face. You and I, there's no one has ever thought we were anything but what we are. Mm-hmm. Like so, uh, people, people. I thought I was Japanese at one point. Sure, yeah. sure. I think uh, yeah. people always thought I was Filipino. Like this was the other thing, you know. But no one's ever. That's why you kept trying to dance with them, <laughs> even though you don't know how to dance. I don't know how to dance, but I believed in myself. But I just to say, <laughs> but that was the you know that was only other. But you know, it's not like no one ever thought we were like Hispanic or like Ar- you know what I mean or something yeah. other than East Asian. Um, right. And like, and there's like a fundamental fact about how, what you look like, how you're perceived by the outside world that is inescapable. Okay, we took a quick break, and now we're so back. So sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> I had it? to... Yeah, I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> we're old, and t- technical difficulties don't stop, clearly. Um, but also, I'm ha- for the first time ever, I'm having... I had a mattress delivered. Mm-hmm. And Fancy. They, it, it was... I mean, uh, the only mattresses I've ever bought so far are from other people, or it came in a box rolled up vacuum sealed. Yes. Like a foam, like a foam mattress. Mm-hmm. So 
Shout out this Casper. This is very, shout out, <laughs> they don't sponsor us, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, a Casper mattress I hear is great. Um, we had a tufted needle at one point, which yeah. is also great. Like it's, it's all in that kind of memory foam gel that you can really scrunch up and send. I've noticed that we've had two of them and I've noticed that both times um, that memory foaminess of it all, like it gives after a while and then you're just kind of like in this unstructured foam mattress. <laughs> I mean, do you know how often you're supposed to update your mattress? Every seven years, yes. eight years or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. It, it was time anyway. I mean, and I've never done that. that. I've never. I've, 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 you've well, never. You've never changed out your mattress. I've bought one mattress per bed, and then I when I move. Uh huh. You throw away the mattress. No, I've only purchased one. What do mattress you do? You my, flip I, it. I, I purchased. I, I purchased one mattress my entire life. Your entire life, you purchased one mattress. The other ones, like you said, I've acquired. Your, is this your marital bed? My marital bed. Okay, what was that like? Because I've never done this before. This was a strange experience for me. Yeah, it was the same thing for me because I never purchased anything for comfort. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, these mattresses are fucking expensive. They're expensive. And you got a nice one. If you're not buying, yeah, because I'm 40 now, we're 40 now. So now is the time to invest. I mean, we should have been (laughs) investing in in our sleep from the get-go, but... Now it's ever present the pain. Yeah, because we're so back close pain, to my hip pain. Etern- we're close to eternal sleep. <laughs> so we're trying to get our mortal sleep on as as good as I'm trying to get ready for my eternal sleep. <laughs> I can't have my eternal sleep being like I'm I'm like turning and sweating in bed. I need a coolant. I need a <laughs> I need some kind of gel to cool me th- throughout the night. Um, so yeah, what was your experience like? I just literally was like, I want the hardest one. <laughs> I just the hardest. Yeah, I was just. Oh, you got hard. firm, firm. Yeah, we got firm. I got hard. Um, we are both. Uh, my husband really enjoys a Soviet style type of rest, and which means hard. Okay, out for the count. Yeah, star stiff, like, and I like, okay. <laughs> and for me, I like you know sleeping on the ground. <clears throat> So it's like similar, <laughs> similar type of hardness. Okay. But hardness, you're right. Harshness. But you're right. Harshness. Nayadharmisa, like, I, you're right. As we're getting older, softer, like this memory, like we do need to upgrade in terms of mattress. You're right. So you've had this marital bed since you've been married? Um, I've had it for, since we moved into the new house. So it's been eight years. Exact time to be changing the mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is perfect. Okay, so when we when we went yesterday, we went to a sit and sleep. Uh, we had heard that other people have liked their experience there. And I also did some research on like best mattress for neck and back pain and hip pain. And this mattress called the Dream Cloud came up as like a number one thing or, you know, over and over again. Okay. And I was there, and, and I and it said like great for neck back pain, good for like hot sleepers, which is Eric. He sweats at night. Ugh. He sweats through. It's so gross, and something's got to happen. Like he, yeah. he. So anyway, we're 
<laughs> we're trying to figure some options out. So we're like, all right, well, let's go look at this mattress. We see that it's at a sit and sleep. <clears throat> we go to the sit and sleep and we're like, we want to see this mattress. He was like, okay. He takes us to the mattress. We lay on it. It's nice. And then he goes, um, shall I raise your legs for you? And I was like, what, what do you mean? And by the way, they were so like COVID conscious. Everyone was wearing masks and there's, yeah. you know, like wipe, wiping down. And also they gave us like individual like sheets, like throwaway sheets that we can like lay ourselves on. Wow. <clears throat> it was, yeah. I don't know how much it's doing for the monkey box, but hey, the effort was made and I'm into it. So shout out to <laughs> Sinsley. So we're, 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 we're on this bed and he, he goes, mm, and he takes a little remote control and raises our legs. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God. And he was like, oh, you see that pressure on your hip being reduced? And I'm like, yes, it feels so good. <laughs> and he was like, yep, and now I'm gonna raise your head, tell me when to stop. And he raises our head. And it's truly like a hospital bed where you're just like raising, lowering, you know? And it, he puts us in this, what they call zero G formation, which is like a cup. You know, like, and it's just like cradling your legs and cradling your head. Yeah. And it's just like, it, it's it's like, imagine two gigantic mother's hands holding you. Like the, like and, the Allstate insurance. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like cupping You're of the hands. hands. Yeah. Okay. So Absolutely. you're like in a hospice bed. <laughs> um, you're in a hospice style bed being cradled by a, uh-huh. by a mattress. That keeps yeah, the talks. I, keep, I, I was asking for pudding uh, and screaming about the noise. And I was. Uh, <laughs> so he he does that thing with this platform. And I had never been on a bed like this before. Yeah. In my life, I've never been on. And I, I just, I was speechless. I didn't know how to express the utter peace I was feeling from aching. Yeah. Or like tightness, you know, which is just ever present in my body at all times now. Um, stress induced and otherwise how I hold myself, et cetera, and how much I don't work out and I have no core. So <laughs> I mean, all, all those, those things also- combined, <laughs> all those things combined, plus a shitty bed that we bought from an Iranian pop star when we moved here to L.A. Cool. You know, secondhand. Yeah. Very cool. But you know we it, it had been a while it's been five years since we bought it from her and who knows how long she and her gigantic fucking dj husband was using so <laughs> you know it's it's been worn torn and but mattresses are like these things that like you invest in you know like sure you can do the casper you can do this but if you really want it, a, a nice bed it actually costs so much fucking money so we go to this place to see this very expensive bed mm-hmm. which was about a thousand dollars. I mean, it's it's truly like it's crazy to me that how much money it costs, how much good, how much money it costs for good rest. Because you know what? Without good rest, you're just gonna die early. That's what I mean. It's a privilege to even yeah. rest. It is. It is a privilege to rest. That's so. You're right. Fucked up. Anyway, it's it gone. truly is. Yeah, it's fucked up. But the government sh- should give out good mattresses to the poor. Hello. Okay, and they, and if what their their response to that is, look at all those free mattresses out on the street anyway. <laughs> I mean, mattress stores are always going out of business. So I don't understand where like 
Absolutely. <laughs> and also, when you put your mattress out on your front doorstep mm-hmm. and someone takes it, where does it go? Who's taking it and where is it going? I mean, I don't want to think about the places, but it's probably sad. sad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Don't tell me drug den. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're thinking about? I think, tra- <laughs> drug dens, traffic, <coughs> traffickers. Oh, dens. no. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to like a, a fun. A nice place. But yeah. I don't think it's going to like a mattress farm upstate. <laughs> so it could roam around in its big fields of other mattresses. Filled with dogs with cancer. So, yeah. <laughs> and giant goldfish who come up from the sewer. So we're, we're, we're laying on this bed and he gives us this like uncanny experience. So we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to take this. And he goes, okay, sure. Um, this is the warranty, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, okay, do you want to try this one though? And he kept trying to sell this lifetime warranty bed. And listen, you're trying to scam a scammer. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's this new hybrid technology. Casper's doing it, blah, blah, blah. Clearly they have a deal. This is like their in-store, yeah, their yeah. in-brand deal. So if they sell a bunch of these, they get a kickback or whatever. And, you know, I see it in my guy Brian's eyes. He's really trying to get one of these sold. And he's like, lay on it. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, it feels so good. And so we're like, okay. And this one's like $2,200, like 100% more. Damn. But it did it, it did feel really nice. Sure, of course. Yeah. And, and then I was like, you know what? I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. And he goes, "Okay, I was like I like this, but I can already tell this is going to sag." And he was like, "It's lifetime warranty." And I was like, "That's exactly why." Yes. Like you're you're expect this is an H&M bed. Yes. Like you're going to this it has all this cool materials blah blah blah, and then you get down to it and then we're we're going to have to ship it back to you and that 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 and life for a lifetime. Yes. I don't want to do. I don't want to do I don't want to deal with this. You. I don't want to deal with this for a lifetime. Um, show me another bed that's about medium firm and has, you know, whatever cooling, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, what about this one? And he shows us one. And I was like, oh, wow. This is on another level. And I lay on it and it was... <sighs> you ever been to a hotel or Airbnb and you go, why can't this be at my house? Like that kind of feeling? Um, you know, I don't really fuck with comfort like that. I like, I, I you know, I don't even think about. <laughs> you know, when you talk about said this. Said by a true masochist. <laughs> like, I, you know, when you're saying this, I'm like, oh, I've never, I never thought about. Never com- experienced that? I've never thought about comfort that way. There was a couple way. of Airbnbs we had in Palm Springs slash Joshua Tree that yeah. I was like, where? I was looking at the bed tags, you know, and it wow. was almost like a CLE something beauty rest. It was like never yeah. some crazy thing. Anyway, we got onto a crazy thing. And then I go, I don't know about this. Like, the, it's really, really nice, but <laughs> it feels a little too plush. I'm on the firmer end too. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well, the the one next to it is like, firmer than that but it's newer and it has all this technology so it is a little more expensive and we lay on it and it was like goldilocks had found her fucking bed <laughs> it was just right Ooh, I, just so, got, I just got shivers yeah yeah 
<laughs> so we stayed there for like an hour negotiating back and forth on the bed, on the raising platform, which was a crazy amount. And then the warranties, obviously, because I'm like, if, if this breaks in 30 days or whatever the fuck or in, in a year and a half and I'm going to have this like stupid ass platform that doesn't even raise like, no, I need yes. I need to warranty this thing. Um, and then we were using some pillows that we really loved and the pillows were really expensive. So we kept um, playing chicken with him and being like, okay, well, you got to throw the pillows in. And he was like, this pillow's $200. We're not going to throw this in. And I was like, okay. Well, $200? <laughs> For a pillow? For a pillow. But here's the thing. you ever We've been sleeping on bad pillows and I am done. If I'm getting a mattress to fix my shit, I'm not going to use a, a fucking whack-ass pillow. So he gave us 50% off one of these purple pillows. Have you have you seen these ads for purple? No, I've never seen I've never seen ads because I don't watch TV like this. No, it's like on Instagram and stuff, but on TikTok. Okay, you purple. got a different algorithm because mine, mine is <laughs> not giving me anything about comfort. <laughs> I'm only getting clearly not. You just yeah, said you have, you and your socio uh, not socio <laughs> so, sociopathic Soviet, Soviet. <laughs> socio sociopathic Soviet want to sleep on hard surfaces. I truly, I mean, I I kid you not. I can sit on the ground. I can sleep on the ground, and I'd be like, oh, this is this is nice. I know you can. I know you can. <laughs> but I yeah, purple I don't know. purple I, pillow purple okay purple pillow. I think they also do beds too, but it's just like honeycomb type of pillow that I laid my head on him. I was like, <laughs> I, I was truly like nodding off it. I just haven't had a good sleep in 39 years. I think. Yeah. 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 And I, I, and I you, and you, and you expect, it. and you expect more. I expect the, I expect the best of the best. Yeah. And I, okay, here's what I'll say. I went in expecting to pay a certain amount for a yeah. mattress. Uh-huh. I left paying five times as much. <laughs> <laughs> so I got got. I got got. Five times? Five times as much. So I won't go into the details, but it was a lot of money spent. But here's what. Over the span of eight years, divide that by eight, not much. For ultimate comfort and exactly the right amount of leg lifted so my blood could flow to my because you know i are you is, your, is this is this, is this gonna, is this my gonna body's fix getting your, old is this gonna fix your snoring i don't think anything will fix that but this will at least help me like <laughs> sleep through i don't know have some better rem or something because i'm Something's got to change, and it did. And today it got delivered, and I'm so excited to wrap this up and go to sleep. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's Forever. 11 30 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to get to my bed. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh my God. This was a very revealing. I'm fascinated. I'm looking up all of these things. If you if, and and listener, if you don't think um, I'm not going to be asking immediately after this ends how much she actually spent, and I'm not tabulating. <laughs> oh God! You know she's gonna ask for every single fucking detail. But um, maybe we'll throw on the Patreon. Go check out the Patreon. Oh, we have one last section we want to do today. Yes. I asked. I was like, this is a new section. It's a section 
um, <coughs> where we shout out things that are cool that we found or things, services that we have recently used. And we're like, hey, Ajma listeners, y'all should get on this. So it's time for Asa. <laughs> we did not coordinate that at all. And we, no. had, we had the exact. And it sounded awful. <laughs> it sounded really bad. Well, what's crazy is that expected. We, we both had the same read of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, one of us that weren't like, Asa. We both were like, Asa. Asa. We were like, Asa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how you know we both went to the same comedy school. Yeah, to the San Francisco Community um, Comedy College. <laughs> so I, um, my asa of the week, I've been having clearly black back pains, neck pains. So um, one other thing besides, you know, working out and whatever, having no core, etc., was the bed, but also um, was the way I type, because I'm on my computer a lot, I'm typing a lot, I'm writing a lot these days. So like, I'm realizing that I scrunch my shoulders together to type on this tiny little like Apple iPod, uh, Apple Apple keyboard. Oh. So I got a new um, keyboard, and it is the Logitech Ergo ergonomic keyboard. So it's one of those like with the wrist pad and it's split keyboard. It's one of those weird things that kind of like has that triangle split in the middle. Takes a little bit of getting used to. If you're used to just a regular linear keyboard, yeah. which I am, obviously, it's the K860, and it has changed the way I type. Literally, obviously, because the keyboard's different, but the way I position position my shoulder. Wow! Muscles, really? Look at it's, so the viewers, I mean, listeners can't view this, but it, the regular thing yes. was this big, right? Yes. So I'm typing like this, look at my shoulders, right? Like up like this. Oh my gosh, you're right. Right? But now it's my, it went from here to here. Because <gasps> this is, yogi so yogi. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm not using those muscles to hold it up. I'm going like this. And it's, it, the, the tiniest change has like completely. I feel it in my, I'm it gonna, feels like I'm stretching just like being natural. Like this, yes, right? Yes, it feels like I'm stretching, it hurts. Right, and that's the way your body is supposed to feel. Holy Not shit. Not like scrunched up onto a fucking keyboard yeah. that is only QWERTY plus number pen across. So anyway, this has really helped with my um, back as well. And, you know, just continuing my journey towards bodily decay. But you know what? Let's do it, <laughs> let's do it gracefully. All asa! right. Asa. Okay. Um, my asa this week will be... I just started oh. a new... Beauty thing. This, this what are you doing? To this, all about your decay, I kind of realized. Um, I'm using... <laughs> I As a pregnant lady, I can't use a lot of the aggressive stuff that I typically enjoy. Um, because I, you know, one of the reasons why I have to be so aggressive with my beauty regimen is because I do refuse to drink water. And I will uh, continue to refuse. Yes. You can't... Don't come for me, listener. Don't deny me this. I like to have my lips and throat dry i like to have it be parched <laughs> but you drink other stuff besides water like diet coke you're yes on an, you're on an iv of diet coke <laughs> 
I mean, I only like I only like things that actively do dehydrate me, and um, coffee, coffee, Diet Coke, um, and that's really it right now, especially as a pregnant lady. So I am, yeah. I am, you know, I, and I can't, you know, get my retinoids and my retinol and my trenitons and all the things that I really enjoy to maintain my um, unnatural glow. And, um, <laughs> but there is a very affordable, uh, solution I've been trying out and I've been enjoying it's, uh, the ordinary, the brand is the ordinary it's, you guys have not aware it's available at Sephora and has a ton of great options. They go viral on TikTok all the time. You know, for all those like viral TikTok stuff, I'm always like, this is for young people. I, you know, they, they don't really, it doesn't matter. This stuff is actually commercial grade. I did a lot of research on it. The glycolic 7% exfoliating toning solution is actually spectacular. I would say I'm using wow. it on my whole body. I'm using it on my whole body because for like, you know, you have, uh, I, I have it. I have like chicken skin, you know, like little. Me too. Yeah. Little dotty. Little dots. Yeah. This helps with Red. that. Really? Yes. Because that beginning wow. is not going to help with that. This is a very specific type of skin condition called uh, kurtosis pylorus. Yes. So uh -huh. the glycolic helps with that. It helps with the cellular regeneration happening more rapidly. That creates that sort of um, chicken skin like kind of look. Here's the thing. It's only on my arms. Yes. Same. It's only on my right? arms and upper like thighs. Back, back of my arms. That's right. Yeah. So... That's a place I never look at. <laughs> but the feel of it, the feel of it. So I just the take feel the feel it. of it. So for me, I just take this on a cotton swab and I put it on my face. I put it on the backs of my arms, tops of my thighs. And it's like really, wow. and especially for you, if you, because you do have beautiful legs, Peter. So like the, I get it on my thighs too. Which is unfortunate. Oh, okay. So, okay. so that's why, and it's $10. The ordinary. The ordinary. And, wow. it's, and it's $10. And it's a commercial grade solution. So, and it's a big bottle. So you can use it very liberally. And you could use. Oh, cool. I mean, you could use this huge bottle. Oh my God, $11 for a bottle. That's cheap. That's what I'm saying. Oh, on your Sephora, it's $11? I'm just seeing it on Google. Oh, yeah. Sephora, yeah. It's $10. $11.70? Oh, okay. Maybe in California, Texas, but. Um, in, yeah, in Chicago, it is a $10 bottle and it's huge. So you could go through all of this in a month and it really, it would be cheaper than a nice bottle of shampoo, anything you so, use. So you do it as like, okay, first of all, you do your face wash. Yes. And then this is step number two. Yes. And I only do it at night because it okay. is very stripping. So that's another thing. Uh, use it once a day. You don't want to pee out in the sun. Yes. Afterwards. Yes. Oh, okay. So do it once okay, a day. Nighttime. Nighttime routine. Yeah. And I've noticed suppleness in skin, decrease in dark dark spot stuff. Like in a way oh, where I'm like, oh, this is like separate from all the other things that I'm already using. Oh, wow. So are you going to be folding it into your regimen going moving forward even when you're not pregnant? Or is this in lieu of some kind of other serum? There is actually use? another serum that they have, which is the AHA along with the glycolic. I can't use that because it has salicylic acid in it, which is uh, not, you're not supposed oh, to use while okay. pregnant. But I would recommend that as well. That is a treatment that you know how you sometimes can get dark, darkness <laughs> under your um, in your armpits? Mm -hmm. Or your any like crevice area, it gets dark. 
it helps with butthole it bleaches that really naturally what okay because the aha because it's about that cellular turnover it's just turning over it's a new skin it's stripping it it's like a peel it's actually a peel and that's i think it's twelve dollars do you peel your butthole i have and have you ever heard your husband say maybe there should be a peel? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never. Is he appealing for a peel? Yeah, no, he's never <laughs> advocated for me to do so. I've done it. As- or has anyone? I'm not your husband, but has anyone who has seen you naked in a sexual way? Because I've seen my own hole, and I was yeah. like, okay, I need to figure some stuff out. Well, I only do it because I'm not, I feel like I'm, you know, especially as like a younger woman, I was just mm-hmm. dirty. I was just like, it was nasty. And it's just like, you know, when you, I would also have. It was very, a hygiene issue. I just had very, I had, I have, I have irritable bowels. You know what I mean? And so it's just like when you're tearing up yeah. that asshole in any sort of way outside of sexually, you know, you're going to get like peeling yeah. and you get tears and you get like all that stuff. Yeah. So in order to maintain and exfoliate and maintain a nice visage, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if people are eating it, then you have to think of the butthole as, as the plate. As the plate? As the plate. Yeah. You got, you got to clean the plate. You got to clean the plate. You got a presentation. What is this? What's the situation? What's the garnish? What's the garnish situation? Yeah, you eat with your eyes first. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, now that it's public, can we announce your show? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I've been waiting because it has finally been announced when it's going to drop, right? Yes, it's September 19th. Tell us. Please tell us. What is it called? It's called Best in Dough. (laughs) Oh, my God. I keep forgetting Yay! about this. I uh, where when where can we see it? It's gonna be on Hulu September nineteenth. Um, I am a judge on a a pizza show. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited, MG. That's literally it's exactly two months away. It's exactly two months. You away. have exactly two months. And okay, and is it being dropped one by one or all of it at, at the same I have, time? I have no idea. I mean, honestly, I just like okay. As, okay. as someone whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And also, you know, Peter, I just went uh viral on TikTok. What? Yeah, I went viral. You guys, listeners, if you guys uh follow wanna follow me on TikTok, go for it. I'm on there, I've been on there. And I've like I haven't gone viral in a way where it's like, you know, I've gotten like a couple thousand views on each of my stand-up clips or whatever. Yeah. A couple of them have hit like 50, 60, whatever, you know, normal amounts. Uh-huh. And I was very quickly at a thousand followers. And this one random clip, I think I looked it up because I was like, is this viral? Because TikTok's hard to tell because, you know, things go be are looked at 20, 30,000 times and it's not considered viral. Um, but this went uh, legitimately it's at 1.5. Uh, million views. One point five million views. Yeah, yeah. So this is like. For, a, a, like what was it? What, what it's a it was stupid it a joke. It's about um. It's my, one of my. It's like I I saved it because it literally is not one of my good jokes. It's the one about how uh-huh. my husband speaks to my son in Russian. I speak to him in Korean because we're preparing uh-huh. him to be bullied at school. Yeah, yeah. That went one point five. That's what I mean. It is truly, you wow. guys. If you guys have ever seen me do comedy, you know that's a joke that is a medium chuckle at best. And it's only 
a thing that ramps up to the actual bigger jokes that are better. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Completely viral. And I know that it's viral because now there are <laughs> trolls and full conversations happening in the comments that has nothing to do with the bit. People are fully just talking about what it's like to live in New York. <laughs> in the comments of this. I mean, and so I... <laughs> Like it's that is so funny. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. I it like, has moved on iterations and into complete new dimensions of conversation. This is what I'm saying, and like you know the virility of the clip, and so it's so it's and it's what's funny to me is how how little joy I've derived from this. Because I don't spend much time on TikTok. <coughs> That's actually apropos. That's actually apropos. Because it's like That's what's normal. Because I don't, I don't like particularly. I don't love the joke. It's just like a throw, a small throwaway <laughs> joke. They don't even do that often because it is like a medium chuckle. It doesn't kill, right? And so <coughs> it's a small chuckle, not a great joke. Um, the is incessant notifications on TikTok are actually annoying and create stress. Mm-hmm. And now the comments are like cr- But what if the comments were about how funny you are on other sets or you should see her on this thing. I have her thing her best in dough is coming out. That would be cool if you were getting alerts about that. <sighs> It's just uh, you're getting alerted about things that have nothing to do with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes there are some of them in there. There are some uh, comments in there that are very nice and complimentary or whatever. But most of it is like crazy things or people like being like, the joke should have been this. And I'm like, the fact that you. Ex- what? Yes. No. And it's like. And it's, people are giving you notes. But it's like it's in a way where it's like. <laughs> where like it's like, so, so many people are giving the exact same punchline over and over and over again and it's like wait what do you mean pe- they're saying it should be another punchline no, no, they're everyone is saying the exact same punchline they're like it should have been this what what is it uh that uh it's uh that he's a communist it's like one of the things and i'm like the thing is what? or it's or that or he should work for the cia and i was like the thing is the fact that you expected that the fact that you means that I'm not gonna I'm do not that. doing that. That's the humor. Yeah. But I'm not gonna. That's the point. But that, I'm not getting engaged in a conversation with fucking internet people. I mean, there. No. So, so then there, no. there have been two trolls on the comment thread that are like, if you're telling jokes, you should be funny or like some shit like this. And I spiraled so far and went to this woman's oh no, oh TikTok no. profile. And this bitch, oh no, this bitch makes book covers. <laughs> <laughs> so the authority on comedy and also who the fuck are you like what kind of who the fuck what is a book cover you know the, the like those things to like protect your novels because you're like at the beach no it's like she wants she's like a design person that wants to make covers of books oh i see i see like real books like, real books. like if i have a novel she'll like do the illustration yes. for them and i'm just like what kind of human are you that like you have gone out of your way to yeah. comment negatively on a on a clip that was on your uh, for you page. The FYP. Yeah. You should go on her one of her book covers and be like, this should actually be horizontal lines. You know what I was gonna do instead of gonna, vertical lines. I was gonna go on her page and be like, I don't want to read this book. You made me want to stop reading. Like. <laughs> 
Uh, because I judged the book by this cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly psychotic. And I was just like, this is horrible. People are crazy. But, but it's like, like you, I don't like to be in this. I don't want to be engaged in this. I literally never comment. Even when, never. I, when I like it. When I like it. Sometimes I'll, like, if I really like it, I'll throw an emoji on there, like a heart fire, heart fire, heart fire, fire, that's right. Heart fire, heart fire combo. I'll do that if I really like it. Um, If someone's like posting like, hey, going through something rough, I would love some good energy. Then sometimes I'll put like, um, hang in there. Or Or sending love. Yeah, thinking about you. Usually, no, actually, that's a lie. I won't even do that. I'll text them. Yes. Privately. Yes. Exactly. I had a friend going through cancer, and I was like, okay, I'm going to text you privately that I'm thinking about you, and I'm sorry, and I'm here. You know, like, but, you know, they're asking for that internet validation, and I'm just, I guess, anti-trolling and not giving it to you. You know what, guys? Use your use your um, anti-authoritarian impulses for good. You know what I mean? We all get it. We don't want to be told what to do. But use it for good. And with that, we'll say goodbye. Bye-bye. And good luck out there. Bye. Bye. Audio.